Hey, we're back. Hi. <laughs> I just got distracted by the technology. It is Thursday, May 14th. Yes. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. 20-15. Um, we are going to, well, to, to give away our mm -hmm. secret, we're going we're gonna to kill Billet for the first time today. Yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to record two podcasts because I'm out of town next week, and initially my bright idea was to just have a, like a random podcast where we kind of talked about our, our favorite movies at the Mayfair or stuff like that. Well, somebody did write to us asking for us to burst his bubble because oh, he's yeah. got dreams of running a, a movie theater. Yeah. And he's like, great. But he, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what was his email? It was like, I, I miss the Mayfair. I live in a small town. I just moved away because of my wife's job kind of thing. And like, we don't have a movie theater like the Mayfair here. Um, he didn't and say where he was, eh? No, um, but he was sort of He probably of like, doesn't even listening. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where am I? She just stuffed him in the trunk and brought him yeah. out. <laughs> um, was he, like, God, like, especially, I don't think any of us are experts or we'd all have more top hats and gold-plated Rolls Royces and monocles, yeah. yeah. But, like, step one is... It costs a lot for a digital projector. Yeah. So, and which is what will keep your business running at this point in time, yeah. And so, that's step and like, so your community has to want it really, or you have to have the capital for that, yeah. Like, like I, I'm sure, like, especially now, even like the way inflation goes so fast, like, I haven't looked at what the price of a brand new DCP projector off the rack is right now, but with tax and shipping and all that horrible stuff, it, god, it, it might be up to six figures, like, it might yeah. be a hundred grand. I don't know, like, you might be able to get a second hand, yeah. Uh, like first generation situation. We got ours second hand. I believe. Essentially, like what do they call it? Like like new used, like mm. like where it was still in the box. And, used. And I, I don't Tried? know. Tested. I forget the story. Was it some horrible story? Like we 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 picked the bones of a dead business or something? I, I don't know where we got our projector from. I wasn't from. around at that point yeah. in time, so I don't you know. Should find that out. I went with Lee, our programmer, to Montreal once to get a DCP for the now defunct. Orleans Mayfair. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, was that what it was? Was it a was it a theater going? It was it was a big it was this big multiplex in a really shitty end of Montreal. Yeah. But it was like a big family experience. Right. There were bumper cars and an arcade. Oh, bumper cars. Yeah. Oh, whoa, they had a situation. I want like a cars. midway <laughs> with a movie theater. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so and I mean, then they just had an. I guess they they didn't need. Or no, they were upgrading their projectors. We just had so. a bumper cars at the front. Why you just get rid of the stage? We had bumper cars between, two cars between us and Targ. We'll just go back and forth on oh, Bank yes. Street. That's safe. We can do that. That's how we should get the pierogies, the pierogies uh, delivered. Yeah. Bumper car. Out of the way, buses and cars. But I, I think almost the first step before even, I mean, if you can afford a DCP projector, and this sounds sounds mean, but the first step is to take over a failing movie theater business. Because, obviously, the Mayfair, when we took over it, had been here since 1932. And if we took over it, like, late 2008, early 2009, it just meant that the theater was here. The 35-millimeter projectors were here. Yeah. The chairs were here. Yeah. I mean, if you're in some little small town that does not have a theater... Like, you like, have just to like, build a, like, it from scratch. Yeah. Which is like, like, I mean, you can find defunct movie theaters from which to pooch seats. But yeah. That's something that Lee did for yeah. Orleans, and, and that was a lot of work. But just like, if he's um, talking about a small town that doesn't have a, a structure, like a, a building, yeah. like theoretically, you know, an old church or an old community center or something like that, but then that just adds 
a ton more money on top of yeah. that. Like we were lucky to, like to come in when the poor old Mayfair was was dying. Yeah, but you still had seats, you still yeah. had a projector, you still had something to go on. And yeah. You guys did a good job. Like, if you're starting from scratch, I, I can't even fathom what that would cost to... Because I know a, a, a friend of mine was contemplating taking over... God, where was it? In Renfrew. Renfrew, I believe, was contemplating Mayfairing it up there, and that didn't work out for him. But it was the same thing, where there was the, the dead theater sitting there. And a lot of times, I'll, you'll drive through small towns, and you'll see, like, an old theater just sitting there so if this guy was in a situation like that well at least then you have like a projection booth and a, and a building hypothetically hypothetically though, yes because if it was owned by a multiplex chances are they gutted it they took out yeah. the seats they brought the projectors with them yeah um because that was i mean pretty common practice yeah just to make sure that nobody can come in after you i was out east and i admit i totally forget the name of the town but my my girlfriend and I were visiting, and we went with her parents to a, a small town outside of Halifax. And it was this amazing small town, and I think because it was a university town, so they, I, I could get a vegan lunch, and they had cool little comic store and stuff like that. Nice. But they had a, a very Mayfair-esque theater that I don't think it was open every day, but it was open like four days a week or so. They had nearly the exact same programming we had. Nice. because like So they were getting like indie movies and documentaries and stuff. And I think they used it for a... Um, like a stage show as well for like the students, so that community did support a movie theater. I think mm-hmm. I think a lot because it was um, a student town. Same thing, like you don't expect a little student town to or a little town to have like a vegan restaurant and a comic store, but if you have students there, they could support these kind of yeah. weird nerd things. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd starve to death. Yeah, <laughs> they'd have nothing. So it's not unheard of for a small little town to support a movie theater. Yeah. Um, but man, I just can't imagine start like it's hard enough to start it the way we did, but to start it from total scratch, which I think what this gentleman was talking about, like yeah, it sounds like there's no that'd be tough. Yeah, that'd I be... mean, if he's a millionaire, he'd <laughs> do that. But the uh, yeah, so it's like I mean, I think that's the harsh reality answer is like you have to buy, like I mean, say it's the size of the Mayfair, so you got to buy 300 seats, then you got to buy, you know, if you need a new screen. Then if you need the projector, then, uh, you know, just... You have to have the money to get the movies to you in the first place. And then yeah. basically just sustain your business for a while until people start coming. Yeah. and, and You know, the, it's sort of like our story in Orleans. Yeah. We took over this space. Lee put in a bunch of seats. Mm-hmm. And we worked really, really hard. And things were going okay. Yeah. But then, it's just, <laughs> you I, know... I it, keep on it's meaning, a lot of work, though. Oh, God, yeah. I keep on meaning to look up, because I always kind of brag that we're, kind of sadly, but we're one of the last movie theaters of our kind, not just in Canada, but, like, anywhere. And, um, like, somebody sent around, it hit Facebook or whatever, and, and it hit me, it got sent to me, because one of the dead theaters was from Baltimore, and it was called the Mayfair. Ooh. But it was, it was like, a, a, a thread of, like, Here's 75 theaters in the United States that have closed down in the past four years or five years. And they have some really beautiful theaters oh my God. in the States. Yeah. Well, like that scene in, um, in the, uh, the vampire movie, uh, uh, Only, Only Lovers Left Alive, mm-hmm. where they, they, it's a, it wasn't a set. Like it was a legit dead Detroit movie theater with when they go in, you can still see the remnants of it. And it just breaks your heart That's that insane. once upon a time that was a theater. I, I think... Uh, Peter, one of the uh, theater partners, 
didn't he go to like Flint, Michigan to like excavate a movie theater? Oh yeah, he, he yeah. goes and takes seats out. And he went to Flint, Michigan, which is like, you know, yeah. one of the poorest cities in America or something. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, like there's so many theaters across America that are just, you know, totally abandoned. Oh, and yeah. And it used to be towns. like so different because I, my family is from kind of near to here, Quebec. I, I was born in a town called Shawville and my grandparents, my grandpa was near a town called Quion, which is, is like an hour away or 45 it's minutes away. Far, yeah. And so this little town, I remember as a kid, and it, it had, you know, the gas station and the barber shop and, and, and the, 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 um, the summer fair and all that kind of stuff. But no vegan restaurants. No vegan restaurants <laughs> at the time. No, no, no mid-80s vegan restaurants. But it, it once upon a time had a movie theater. And this was a really small town, like, like a, 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 a one church, one school, one horse town. So once upon a time... Every town had a movie theater, mm-hmm. the same way that every town had had a a, a, a butcher and a, a veterinarian and a whatever you know, but that just doesn't exist anymore. And you drive through uh, small towns, and you'll see a lot of them still have like that little man. Well, not even small towns. You go through Toronto, and there's one point I was in Toronto for a wedding, and, and we were crashing at a friend's place, and we walked like about, you know, 20 minutes or half an hour into the downtown core, and we just stopped a bunch of stores and stuff. And just in that walk, we walked by, like, four defunct movie theaters. And one is now a Tim Hortons, and it has, like, the marquee still, but it's a Tim Hortons. And so they put, like, new donuts on the marquee. (laughs) And then one is, like, a bookstore, and they just gutted it, and it's a bookstore. But so, you know, a big city like Toronto, like, which, I don't know, it... It, it, Montreal and Vancouver, the big three of the biggest cities in North America, and when cities like that can't can't keep old timey movie theaters going, you can see they how, can barely keep a multiplex. Oh going. yeah, like it's so tough. Yeah, and so that's why, like, I, I mean, especially and a lot of us too. Like, I I work freelance. I do some techie stuff um, in Ottawa for stuff like Ottawa Blues Fest. Do some lighting things, but like. I would love a world where I can just do Mayfair stuff all the time because it eats up so much of my time. But, but I do other things. And like Ian, one of our other partners, he has a day job, he has a day job, yeah, uh, a real day job. Like he is, you know. So, it's it's one of those things where, a lot of times with us at best, we're like we're breaking even, yay, you know. Like that's, <laughs> that's about. So it's 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 a little heartbreaking because it's always nice to hear that somebody wants to open up a theater, but it's tough. Like, it, yeah. it's, a, it's a tough haul. It, it's a romantic idea. Yeah. But and anytime, it's chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ottawa, as I've said before, Ottawa has two single-house independent theaters, which is nuts, which is so cool. Which that, is great. Yeah. You know, like, that, you know, hey, two is fantastic at yeah. this point in time. Because I was in, in Boston, and I couldn't find a theater. Like, there was, like, multiplex, but I think, like, a cool city like Boston doesn't even have that anymore. So really? Not in Boston? Th- there could have been some hiding around, but there was none in plain sight. Like, in all, in all of our kind of bus and walking travels, we... And we went, you know, to the... Uh, we were there to see John Williams perform at the orchestra, which was amazing. But, like, we went to the aquarium, we went to some museums, so we did quite a bit of busing or traveling around, and we never saw a theater. And there was this... And we tried to look, too. And even, like, when we went to... Um, we were right in, like, student land and went for lunch, and they had all these, like, like zines and flyers... And there was none for any movie-related thing. And that would, be, would have been, like, the number one place where one would have been if it existed. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, I'm like, and even, like, I went to school in Vancouver, and I think 
many of the theaters that were there then are gone already. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's the big multiplexes downtown in Vancouver, but I think a couple of the other ones have, have gone away. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it, it, it's just like it's it's such a huge investment if you're starting from scratch. I can't even imagine what the number is. But if you if you find some place that's you know partially there, I'd say you have a chance. But I would say if you have a lot of money and your wife who kidnapped you and brought you to a faraway city could let you get away with it, maybe it could be like the thing that this small town would actually support. And you don't need... I mean, I've heard of like uh, our... One of our old employees from Orleans, Kate, moved to Nelson, B.C. And mm-hmm. um, they had a single screen or a... Like, they have two screens, maybe. At some point in time, they split them up. Yeah. But the movie theater closed um, a little bit before she moved there. Yeah. She was like, I seriously hope that, you know, they can turn things around. And I think she was volunteering there for a while, but they basically set it up as a non-for-profit. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, So everybody who works there is a volunteer. Yeah. Uh, But, like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's... I feel like it, it is possible if the community wants it enough but but and and like we do more and more like when i was when i was a kid coming to the mayfair i'm pretty sure it was all just like second run movies and it was cool double bills like it's the first place i saw you know david lynch movies and monty python movies and all that kind of stuff but to my knowledge there was never weddings or local short film festivals or like daycare field trips or bands which are all things that i we came do i came here for us. a uh, daycare, uh, not daycare. <laughs> oh, yeah. High school uh-huh. uh, field trip screening of Bowling for Columbine. Oh yeah, nice. Was uh, it just like was it just like during the day? During the day. So maybe yeah. they did a bit of that. But like I yeah. find more and more, like I'm 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 pretty sure we're in the midst of like um, renting out the theater for a band in October. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna come and and do a show, and so which is pretty exciting. Yeah, and w- whether we do like bands or you know selling slideshow ad space or having weddings all of that helps on days when four people come to a movie well <laughs> so. yeah we had um what was it like last week two weeks ago yeah uh a band came in to do a kids concert yeah school kids during the day yeah yeah and, yeah you know, and that was really popular or even it like was. they la- were pretty excited about it they were like famous. I didn't realize that they were like the kids. It was like a Beatles concert. The kids were freaking out. They were so excited. It was a Hey Buster, Hey Buster, a local kids band. No, was uh, it was like dads playing Greg. music. Well, that too, I guess. That too. But it was also there was also a dude named Greg. Okay, Greg. so multiple. Greg Rock. Yeah, multiple, multiple kids concerts. We're the cornerstone of kids <laughs> Ottawa concerts. The um, and even like last night we did we had a rental for. Who who is the renter? Heritage Heritage Canada? Uh, Historica Historica Canada, Canada which I thought was a, a misspelling. Minutes. I thought, isn't it Historical, Historical? Canada? And it's no, it's Historica Canada. Is Historica a word, or did they make that up? Historica. I think it's just what they called themselves. It sounds fancy. sounds cool. Yeah, <laughs> but they did a night of if people remember those Heritage Minutes that I don't know when they started, like mid eighties or early nineties. Early nineties. I feel yeah. like they've just been around my entire life. Yeah, yeah. forever. And they showed all of them. It was you know the greatest hits. Yeah, and they and they gave away their tickets for free, and the thing sold out in like four hours on like. Yeah. You posted it on Facebook. Yeah. But and I think it had been up for an entire day. Yeah. And, and that that was it. it and was then it went. Up. And they came last night and like were nice enough to like buy popcorn for everybody and give out prizes, and it packed the place. So that's good for us because we. Sold a bunch of candy bar stuff, did a rental, 
And Everybody then, loves Heritage Minutes. Oh, it was crazy. People were sad they couldn't get in, and people were like, oh, can I just go today? And I had to, like, put on Facebook, like... Can you book this for an entire week? Yeah. <laughs> like, it is just, like, you know, people, like, free, but I think people... There was actually people... The, the, the Twitter... I don't think that the popcorn was what did it. No. I really don't. I yeah. think it's really the Heritage Minutes part. Oh, yeah, and people were really excited to get their, like, free, free Heritage Minute merch. Like, yeah. they were giving out buttons and stuff like that. But... So a, 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 um, an evening show, like, that's great for us because that's a rental. We get to pocket that money. And then when I came to watch, I, I couldn't be here in time to, to do the Heritage Minutes, but I came after to watch Lost Soul. And there was a handful of people there. So when, when that happens, countering it with a rental is very useful. It, it helps us balance out the day, basically. Yeah. So we can kind of book things that might be a bit more risky and might not, you know, garner 300 people to come see a documentary about a train wreck of a movie being made. And still make sure that we can pay everybody. Yeah. So so that's another thing if you're opening up a, a indie theater in a community is like having that support from other advertisers or or people doing community events and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Because that's like like there, there's a, there's a, a run in in the summer where we have like weddings every like Saturday and Sunday for two months or something like that for two months straight there is a wedding both days yeah yeah i'm getting married august 30th here and the only reason it might not have been a bit earlier is because paid customers were <laughs> booking it up <laughs> yeah. for so long yeah but um otherwise awesome it because otherwise it would have been vegas Ve- yeah <laughs> like but now so we're doing it uh, august 30th and, and people still go like oh you guys do weddings one of our nice bank ladies was very upset because she got married recently i guess and she was like, I didn't know you could do that. And and I said, well, you could do your... You can pretend. Yeah, you, you could renew your vows, do do a first anniversary thing yeah. or something like that. But but now folks coming in for that. Oh, my God, it's my parents' anniversary is coming up. Oh, you could... They uh-oh. Could, uh-oh. When? When like, is that? Did you Usually just, someone you reminds me. Is a good thing or a bad thing? No, it's... Well, it's, it's, it's a good thing it's that I... It's a good I, thing that you're remembering now. <laughs> oh, my God, my parents are still married. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 1982. How many years is that? 33. 33 years? They're really old. What? What's 33? <laughs> I always like the, 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 the traditional, there's like, you know, whatever. I don't even know what it is. Like, first year is paper, and second year is wood, and third year, whatever. And then the modern one is like, is like 10th is, 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 an iPod. is an iPod, and 11 is Velcro, and 12 is, is a He-Man action figure. Yeah, like, it's just like, it's, it doesn't make, I'm like, does this make any sense at all? I don't know what it means. That sounded horrible. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, God. But no, it's, I usually forget things. Do your parents well, listen to you? Are your parents going to be well, you sad can't forget, you can't forget things now with Facebook. No. Every person you kind of know, yeah. you'll know their birthday. Yeah, I, I never wish real friends happy birthday on Facebook because that means that it just seems fake or I make yeah. a joke about it you know like hey I totally remember that this was yeah. the thing but yeah Are you, do your parents listen to the podcast now they're gonna be sad uh, I don't think so no they're gonna be like they don't even know what a podcast is <laughs> they keep referring to it as a blog nice it's like a blog with they're more like how's your blog going I'm like I think they're talking about the podcast more listening <laughs> it's like a listening blog yeah, and it was, so so Mel got that letter from from the person who we've just crushed the hopes and dreams of. Yeah, but um, I hope we did a good job. Yeah, email us again and be mad at us for <laughs> Give ruining us your dreams. Give feedback on your crushing. <laughs> um, another person, or a couple people on Facebook, or no, sorry, on Twitter, um, have been saying one one of our kind of frequent Twitterers had said that they were behind on 
on the podcast, but they really liked it, and they were excited because now they had, like, six or seven in a row, and she was going to oh, listen to them on a road that? trip. Oh. And I'm like, God, you're going to listen to us for, like, eight hours? It's just going to be us just talking about... <laughs> I guess she has trouble sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you fall, Hopefully she's not driving. Fall yeah. asleep at the wheel. But it's, it's nice. It's funny. Like, just that little, like, when people we don't know... It, it is that nice ego boost because, like, we make jokes about it. Like, like we're just doing this to... To I have a hard enough time listening to like oh my answering machine message at the end of the night to make sure that I recorded everything properly. I don't know yeah. how anybody spends time listening to this. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. <too>. Why? <laughs> like, you know? Are you talking about the the, the greeting yeah. that we have to record? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, thank you for calling times. the me. Oh yeah, I have a lot of fun doing that. I I keep it pretty basic, and I try to do it in one go. Same. And sometimes if I'm ambitious, I'll be like you know, this from the Academy Award winning director, but sometimes that just flubs me. I usually yeah. mess that up, yeah. So I, I yeah. just go, you know, I, I just say like, whatever. I say, today we have Boy Choir at this time and Riot Club at this time and, and just kind of get in and out. Yeah. Just get in and out yeah. because if not, I just, if I'm like, the key Hi, is to thanks not for go calling the Mayfair Theater. Yeah. What? <laughs> when, when oh, I, yeah, if you, if, like, if you hear me trying to record those things, it's, yeah. like, really frustrating. A montage of our week yeah. doing it would be great. Yeah. <laughs> when you screw up and swear like that in, into the, the po- into mm-hmm. not the pocket, into the uh, the answering machine, machine, if somebody phoned, in that like, yeah. right yeah. then, yeah. they would get that, right? Yeah. Like an 80-year-old, and I'd give them a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because a, a friend of mine caught me on Facebook yesterday, because basically I was putting, I pressed enter by mistake. We'd always get, so I, I was putting, like, good news, bad news. I put good news, bad news, uh, tonight is the Heritage Minutes, blah, blah, blah. And then I hit enter by mistake, and then I went back to re-edit myself, which I'm so glad you could do now, because you didn't used to be able to do that. And she caught me right in that second, and she, and she posted, what's the bad news? She was all confused. And I replied to her privately on the Facebook, going like, oh, you caught me in the, the third of a second before I had a chance to fix it. But yeah, pe- people are on the ball, waiting, waiting to catch <laughs> yeah. us in our in our errors. I, I uh, mis- misspelled uh, or got the title wrong for "woman in gold." I put oh, yeah. "women in gold." <laughs> yeah, and someone got really angry. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's like I, I forgot that. It, okay, it's just Helen Mirren. She's the only golden woman. She's the it's only not woman. like a, it's yeah. not a bunch She's of a women. Girl. Yeah, it's not a bunch of wi- uh, women in gold. And and it's like to be fair, that's you know a, a, a simple human error. It's not like you you typed. I hate women, you know, like it was, it was. I love that movie. Yeah, like if, if you had put some like horrible racial slur or, or anti-feminist rant, then it'd be like, oh man, Andrew, Andrew shouldn't have put that Andrew. on the, on the Facebook, but, 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 you know, mi- mixing up a, a, a two letter word. Well, which was clearly a typo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know why someone would get so upset by that. I, my favorite is, and, and it's like anything, and, and anybody who's involved in a business, whether you're at, you know. Tim Hortons or a shoe store has their stories, and and I never want to be overly negative because our, our our fans and our average patrons are so amazing. Everybody like, completely is so great. Oh my god! Like like and, ju- and just but every once in a while someone will come in, and usually when they're caught in their error, they're very Canadian and they apologize. And thanks to the smartphone, it's easy to catch them in their mistake. Mm-hmm. So someone will come in and say, "Fill in the blank." you know, one for this. And you go, oh, no, sorry, that was two weeks ago. And they go, well, it says on your website that it's tonight. And then if there's not a giant lineup, I grab my cell phone and kind of go like, oh, no, sorry, see? And they embarrassed, say sorry, and either come to the movie or don't. 
But then sometimes, sometimes they do come to the movies. They just come anyways. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that happened. Yeah, somebody came in was just like, and not only was it a different movie, but like a completely different movie. Like they they thought they were coming for, for Wrecking Crew, and it was like Boy Choir instead or something like that. So instead of like a documentary about like '60s behind the scenes stuff, it was a family kind of whiplash light, you know, <laughs> choir movie. And they were like, oh, "I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> well. Come see it, anyways." But uh, uh, yeah, that happened. We Gwen lied to Julia, and she thought we were coming to see Riot Club, but we we're coming to see Boy Choir. And like Riot Club is a bunch about like a soap opera, pretty British boys fighting, and you know. Just prep like school. The prep school. of Oxford? Yeah. And then Boy Choir is like a nice, you know, punk kid trying to learn a valuable lesson. So completely opposite into the spectrum. So I was like, oh, but I'm that way too. I'm just like, you know, I will just watch it. I'll just watch any, anything we have. Like, I'll, if it's like a, there's, a documentary about like soy. Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'll watch it. <laughs> and now, man, like we're, is this week... No, this week we have... We have a lot of documentaries coming up. So let's get on topic now. This week is crazy. We have... We have so... We're, we're like... We've delved into, like, horror movie documentary land. Like, like Mayfair, you're home for horror films and documentaries. Yeah, and, and documentaries. We, yeah, and we have other stuff, of course, but ju- we've just been on this run. And so we'll try to talk about the this week stuff. So when we, we kill Bill this podcast, we have more stuff to talk about in the next one. Mm-hmm. But we'll just pre- pretend it's another day. Yeah, we'll just pretend. We're all going to go. We're going to change, change, change our clothes. So, so you'll all think you'll all be tricked. Change our seats. <laughs> yeah. Yawn. So we have a one of our one-night-only movies, and it's a the director's in attendance, and it's a documentary called Sugar Coated. And I haven't seen, and I will miss this because I'll be out of town. Which I understand is about the deliciousness of sugar <laughs> and how <laughs> wonderful it is. Yeah, it's, it's a fluff piece about how we should all be eating all the sugar. I think it's another white... People are ruining the earth. <laughs> documentary. I it think. is. It like, totally is. It's gonna be great. Stupid white people. It's basically about how big sugar is one and the same as big tobacco. Right. And so and, and how although on the high, surface high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, and it's like, killing everybody and giving everybody diabetes. And how sugar on the surface is sugar, like a natural thing, but the stuff that we're eating every day, all day, and all of our things is not good. Not good. Um, and yeah. but so it's, get yourself a Snickers yeah. bar and a Kit Kat. Make sure and you come get to and visit the candy bar. Oh man! Yeah. And, 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 and <laughs> not to make light of this fine documentary, and especially because the, the the director's coming for it. But I always laugh because a couple years ago we screened and uh, yeah. Coca Cola is evil documentary, and I wish we could have. And we sell Coke products. Oh man! And we dropped the ball because I would have loved if like like we had taken pictures of the the fifty cokes we sold that night and just people like doing a thumbs up in front of the poster and, like, holding a Coke. So it is. Like, this is an anti-sugar doc, but I'm we're sure people... We're so will, corrupt. Oh, people. we're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've said before, like, I would love to sell out in the sense of something cool. Like, say if we were, like, like the Converse Mayfair Theater. But Converse, Converse is probably is evil now, too. Oh, they're all evil. <laughs> like, if, if, we, if we could be... The Kotex Mayfair Theater. Yeah. Like, like who's... <laughs> Who's, I don't know, like, everyone's evil. Who's like, nice? Who's nice? Who's know. a nice, I, I don't know, Bill what Gates corp- is nice, right? What, what corporation has a good reputation? Uh, Pixar. The, if we were like the, the Pixar Mayfair Theater, or, or, or if our friend at Auntie Lou's The Pixar Theater would be Oh cool. man, yeah. If we were the, the Auntie Lou's The Auntie Lou's Mayfair Theater, and basically the trade-off was they would give us a million dollars, 
and then we could use Obviously, that money. Obviously, stock our candy bar with their product. Stock our candy bar with their product, and we put Anti Lose on the marquee and on the slideshow, and we could all wear like Anti Lose baseball caps. But it would be like the hockey arena where we'd change our sponsor like every five years. Yeah. Then, then, be able to... then when Targ got rich, they could they could they could buy out Anti Lose, <laughs> and then and then when Black Squirrel books Nobody got rich, nobody would know they what could... to call the Mayfair yeah. anymore. But man, I would I would love that, and I've joked about how I would feel very torn if it was like because in Montreal there's a there's I believe it's a film festival, it might be a music festival, and it's called like the Demorier Festival. And the cigarette brand gets away with it because they, they kind of, almost like that, that um, uh, Merchants of Doubt documentary we just screened, mm-hmm. they kind of just play dumb and they're not breaking any rules and they go, oh no, we're just sponsoring that and putting our name on it, but we're just supporting the we're arts. We're not giving out cigarettes, yeah. you guys. And so they are supporting the arts, but I'm like, oh my God, if, if like, if you know, Marlboro came to us and said, we want, we're going to give you a million dollars to be the Marlboro Mayfair Theater. I'm a smoker and I would say no. Oh my God. I would just, and then I would just be like, because oh, it's not, not your brand. Say, yeah. Not that I have a say, but like, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. This isn't the players. Yeah. Uh, this isn't the, bring me Belmont. The yeah. Peter Jackson festival. Yeah. But it's not just, the Peter Jackson, the smoker Peter, ja- if like Peter Jackson. If Peter Jackson wanted to support us, that'd be cool. We'd be the Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. That'd yeah. That'd be great. The Peter Jackson Weta Workshop Mayfair Theater. And we could only play Lord of the Rings <laughs> once a week. Yeah. But, like, yeah, oh, it's tough, it's tough. Everyone's evil. And, like, we, when we, I, I got, someone got mad at me a while ago because I'm a vegan, which makes some people mad anyhow. But I'm not, like, a soapbox throw paint on you vegan, you know? Like, I'm not, like, you know. And, and, um. Wait, no, that, that's wait. people who are into fur. Into fur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I've been doing it wrong all these years. <laughs> Anytime I see somebody eating a hamburger and just. You're a vegan, but you wear, like, minks. Yes, I'm very confused. No, you'll meet people like that. Like, I'm a vegan. I'm like, well, what's your purse made out of? Yeah. Like, well, someone got mad at me. Uh, it's vegan leather. Ve- yeah. <laughs> I can eat people, just not animals. Someone got mad at me because we sell, you know, whatever. Like, like say, like, a, 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 a chocolate bar we have has milk products in it. Or gummy candy we have might have uh, gelatin in it. Yeah. And, and my response was like, well, yeah, but I'm doing this for me. I don't care what you do. And if you got to that point, you then argue, and at the time, I remember this was whenever Avengers came out and we were screening Avengers 1. Then do I say, we can't screen Avengers because Joss Whedon is a meat eater? Like, you can't draw is he that. If he, so I'm sure someone on the cast, I'm sure Robert Downey Jr. is a meat eater. Somebody in the Avengers is a meat eater. Or... They serve craft service to their 200-member crew. And some of them eat meat. I'm sure somebody there is meat. And so I'm like, yeah, but you can't draw that line of like... I'm just not going to talk to people who yeah, like eat anything. Meat. Then I couldn't go to my mom's for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> like, it, it's... But yeah, I always think it's funny of like that. Then that. on the flip side, it's like, I'm just not going to talk to anybody who eats vegetables. Yeah. Myself included. Take that. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Which but, is a lot of people. It's a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of people eat those vegetables. But yeah, so we have, we have some more documentaries coming up, but that's the one this week. It's sugar-coated. There's a few special screenings. Yeah. We one ha- of them is called Highway of Tears, which is about the missing and murdered Aboriginal women along a stretch of highway in BC. Yeah. And they're having a talk afterwards. Which is sadly something that's been like all over social media and stuff lately because horrible, horrible things are happening it's over and awful. over and over again. I'm glad we're finally talking about it. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's a, this movie is... is uh, yeah, so it's, again, it's a special... I'm going to get it mixed up. One of these, we have the director in attendance, and one we have Skyping in. 
Do you remember which so is which? So I think Highway of Tears, uh, the director is here. Okay, it's yeah. Written on, um, so Highway of Tears, the director is yeah. in attendance. And, and another, uh, the director is Matt Smiley, and another woman called Delilah Saunders is going to be here with him. And then um, Nowhere to Call Home, I think, is a Skype. So that will have the Skype. And we've done it a couple times, and Skype is, is, is still a little hiccupy sometimes, but for the most part, it worked really well. And it was kind of a fun way to, to get a filmmaker in-house without them flying here or driving here or yeah. whatever. Um, so Nowhere to Call Home is about a woman from Tibet who moved to Beijing after her husband died um, because her in-laws would not let her son send her son to school. Cool. Sounds she uh, really heads to Beijing right. where she becomes a street vendor. Uh, and she goes through discrimination and, uh, oh, her son is, ca oh my God, this is so, a pretty thick plot here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, check, check that out. It's check a poor woman. <laughs> so that's one of, so we have three, so that's three, Highway, to, Highway of Tears, Nowhere to Call Home, and Sugar Coated are three special, uh, one, one screening only events with the directors either in attendance or oh, here on the big screen. Yeah. And then we've got a screening of Pride for the National Day Against Homophobia, which is cool. Yeah, and it's free, free mm -hmm, screening. It's free. And I saw Pride when we had it a little while ago, and it's so funny, because years ago I was like, if I see one more small Scottish-Irish town fighting against the man, and, and but they they know how to do it. Like they're they're, fighters, they're, yeah. And there's one of those movies that you, you, you like, what's the term, in spite of yourself, in spite of themselves? Like, you, you go in thinking it's going to be, oh, hokey, I've seen it before, you're kind of negative about it, and you go, and at the end you're, like, crying and cheering for the characters, and uh, it's got a great cast, and it's, it's, it's one of those, in the long line of based-on-a-true-story small-town things, whether it be, um, like, the Full Monty was kind of the big famous one years ago. Billy Elliot. Billy, Billy Elliot. Elliot, yeah. I was going to say. There's one called Brassed Off with uh, Ewan McGregor, and it's that kind of subgenre of, of small, you know, uh, uh, small, simple folk town doing something kind of eccentric or big. Yeah. And in this case, in Pride, it's the the gay pride um, gang of the mid '80s, um, which was trying to put on pride parades and having zines and doing events. They hooked up with a bunch of miners who were fighting. The, the kind of Thatcher era of abusing the, the, the minor community. And it's their, the wacky misadventure that these two groups have together. And it's, it's really good. And especially fun to have this free screening for this event. And so that's, God, that's, so that's four, we're so packed this week on our calendar because yeah. that's four movies with, with single screening events. So then on top of that, we also have a family matinee of Disney's Monkey Kingdom. Yeah. Which is not narrated by Morgan Freeman. Not. No, it's it's Tina Fey. It's Tina Fey. Yeah, and which and is a good choice. Interesting. Uh, and I think an it works too because I think it's a it's a uh, it's like a feminist monkey documentary. <laughs> like I think it's because I just saw the trailer uh, a couple nights ago, and I was like, oh my god, I want to see this monkey movie. But I think it's like a, a it's a single mom monkey with her kid fighting against the odds. Yeah. And it's Disney Nature, which they've been doing things for, for a few years now. And this was one of those, um, when Disney took over Pixar, I was worried Disney was going to ruin Pixar. But what actually happened was Pixar fixed Disney. And they instigated 
bringing back short animation, they instigated bring, fixing up the theme park, and they instigated bringing back documentaries um, and getting uh, anime from uh, Miyazaki. So they, they did all this cool stuff. So these movies, they're not giant hits for Disney, but they bring out one a year, and the last ones were Bears. Bears we had. We had, we had the Wasn't there one narrated by John C. Riley? Yeah, there was, was like uh, chimpanzees, chimp, chimpanzee, I think. Bears, and then they and the, the directors did the the TV miniseries of uh, like Blue Planet, all those like giant beautiful cinematography things. So we have that this weekend. And these uh, are the cuddly. These are like you know, these are the tiny little cud- cuddly cuddly animals are great. This isn't Werner Herzog is. Yeah, and nature will murder you. <laughs> so a, a friend of mine said, who is a mom, said, "Oh, how." How her her kid is a bit of a sissy. It was like how scary how, is it on a scale of one to ten? Basically said like yeah. And I'm like well I I'm sure there's not gonna be any like brutal monkey violence in it. It's rated G, so there might be a couple of those like you know sad Disney scenes where one of the quote unquote characters dies or something. Monkeys can be vicious towards oh, each man. other though. I well, visited a monkey kingdom in Nepal and like witnessed a monkey totally unprovoked just like go up to this dude, grab his oh, arm man. really hard, and yeah. like be like hey. Look at me. Pay attention. Were, anyway. Were you at this monkey kingdom? Um, like, is this a specific monkey kingdom, or are they just talking about that's a term in general? I think it's just, like, this is where a lot of monkeys are in oh, the movie. Man. I don't think it's a specific monkey temple. That'd be cool if you saw it. was like, crazy. I was there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we have anyway. that coming up. And it's been a little while since we had a, a family-friendly matinee, so it's cool that we have, we have that upcoming. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Adult Beginners, which is one of the three movies I'm sad that I'm missing this week while I'm out of town. This has yeah. got a really good cast. This yeah. is um, Joel McHale from Community. Nick Kroll. Do you know who Nick Kroll is? Yeah, the comedian the, from the Kroll Show. Have you seen that? I, I've only seen a few. I'm so far behind on TV, but I, where I know him from is podcasts because he's often right. on like Comedy Bang Bang or or um, like Doug Loves Movies. He's mm-hmm. done a couple. Of, so I know him from like the Los Angeles podcast universe. Mm-hmm. But he's hilarious. Yeah, his show just ended on Comedy Central, but it was really funny. You can see clips of it. And he actually yeah. did a, a series of sketches making fun of Degrassi. Yeah, which is so weird. That it the was Americans... called Wheels, Wheels Ontario, and it's like a, a high school mm-hmm. where all the kids are in wheelchairs except for him. Yeah, it is. And it's like just every bad Canadian stereotype you can think of. That's awesome. And was that the one where uh, Nate Fillion was playing a Mountie? I saw that clip Probably, yeah. where Nate Fillion was playing a Mountie in the Nick Kroll show. Uh, so and he's, he's Canadian. Isn't oh, yeah, he's from yeah. Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Rose Burns in it and uh, uh, Bobby... Cannavale. Cannavale, who I saw on Broadway. Yeah, he's in, a really good actor. In uh, a Chris Rock play. Nice. So every time oh, I, is that the one... What was that called? It that was, play? It was called... Uh, and it's funny because I don't swear that often. I don't know. It's in my, my blood. And my friend teased me and she was like... I'll buy the ticket if you order it. So like a, like a sissy Canadian. Just I, to hear you say it over yeah, the phone? That's yeah. hilarious. So a sissy, like, we were, no, we were in New York at, like, the, the cheap okay. ticket buying thing. So me and my sissy polite Canadian said, like, sorry, and then said, like, two, can we get two of the cheap seats for a motherfucker and a hat? <laughs> and she was just like, ah. <laughs> but uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was Chris Rock, and it was a really good, like, small New York, you know, love triangle kind of thing but mm-hmm. but Bobby was in that and at the time I was like I know this guy and he's basically one of those actors who's kind of broken through now and he's in a few films but he's like done every New York thing ever like he's in like mm-hmm. eight different characters on Law and Order and all that kind of stuff but but so Adult Beginners is one of those kind of middle-aged parent dramatic comedy kind of movies I believe kind of like a film fest kind of movie um, and I'm sad I'm gonna be missing it because I want to see that movie 
Um, so that's one. And then uh, a rarity, because usually we try to kind of mix things up a bit, but just sometimes you can only book things when you can. Uh, we have Maggie and we have Digging Up the Marrow back to back. Two indie Two horrors. Yeah. Indie horror premieres. Premieres, yeah. yeah. And I, fi- I don't know how I missed it, but I finally saw the trailer for Marrow when I came to see... It creeps me out. Oh, my out. God. It's, it's, I'm, I know they're not for everybody, but I, I loved Blair Witch Project and I loved Paranormal Activity. And this is of that genre where basically it's a filmmaker and a, an actor playing a person. It's a fake fakeumentary, and there's monsters in it. And it's like a guy who says there's monsters, and this it's, they're doing like a documentary to show he's a crackpot. And the director is playing himself. The, yeah, most of the people except for the main actor, Ray Wise. Yeah. They're playing, playing themselves. Playing themselves. And it looks he's really, the only one playing a fictitious character. And it looks really scary. It looks really... So that so we have that coming up, and, and it's we have him for... Late, late shows on Friday and Saturday, but not super late, late, which I really like. So we, they're at 10.30, but the movie is only 90 minutes, so you can get out before it's too late and catch your bus to get home and all that. Yeah. And then Maggie, which is getting a lot of buzz, is, of course, the... Uh, Schwarzenegger, Abigail Breslin zombie... Zombie drama. Drama? Zom- yeah. yeah. I was reading a review of this film, and it wasn't a, a glowing review, but, but he said... Uh, forget the reviewer's name, but he basically said this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's Copland. Oh, yeah. Which is a pretty uh, nice compliment. Yeah. And that it's, you know, it's an action star not known for his acting chops yeah. doing a serious performance. Yeah, and, and, and I appreciate that when an actor who is a bazillionaire and who doesn't have to do these kind of... Because, like, like, this summer, Arnold has another Terminator coming out, for which I'm sure he got paid $20 million or $10 million or whatever... But, like, the budget of this movie, I think, was, like, three or four. I think I saw that somewhere. So, like, mm-hmm. the budget for this movie was probably, And he was like, a producer on it. Yeah, so it was probably, like, the, the craft service budget for Terminator 5, you know? So when he's doing that, it means that he actually wants to act and tell stories, and he's not just doing... You know, he's, he's, splitting, his, he's splitting it up. He's doing Expendables 3 and Terminator 5 and maybe another Conan but he's doing a movie like this as well. Mm-hmm. And it looks really good. Like, the trailer's really good, and, and he's not, like, spouting catchphrases or... I don't even know if he shoots a zombie in it. I'm curious about that, because I, I think he's not playing, like, action hero-y kind of thing, so... And Abigail Breslin was one of those who's famous for being... Adorable. A, adorable little kid who got an Oscar nomination. One of, you know, half a dozen little kids before the age of, like, 20, 15 got a Oscar nomination. Like Tatum O'Neill. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we have two horror films. And then what else? Some more Boy Choir. And Boy Choir is back for a few more screenings, which that's kind of my review of it. It's, 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 it's Whiplash Light. I call it Canadian Whiplash, but it's not really Canadian. Well, it's it, a Quebec Quad director. Yeah, and it's, it's got Canadian funds behind it, so it might be, like, Canadian produced, so it kind of gets that Canadian content rule. Yeah. But it's an American story and uh, with a great cast, like Dustin Hoffman. Kathy Bates. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it's but man it, it feels like whiplash but instead of drums it's church choir and instead of and he's like come on let's go you can do it yeah. instead of like what are you doing well like instead of like super evil he's a little more like Yoda you yeah. know like it's like but uh, he doesn't make any of the kids like you know bleed or anything he doesn't call them like <laughs> yeah he's not shouting at them or throwing things homophobic at them. Uh, yeah. And it is it is family friendly as well. Like that's a PG movie that we have for a couple of uh, screenings this weekend too. So that's another one that you could bring the the kids to Monkey Kingdom and Boy Choir. 
But uh, it looks now we're wrapping around 45 minutes, which is usually when we kind of cut. So we're going to take a little break and then... Uh, unless you're listening to this. Unless you're li- you won't hear us again for another week. Yeah. If you're listening to this back to back, you can stop right now and have a mega-sized podcast. Go pee now. Yeah, we're going to take a break. I thought he was going to say mega-sized pee. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go take a break, have a smoke break, eat some uh, anti loose treats. Yeah. And uh, we'll either see you back momentarily or in a week. So uh, we'll be right back or back in a week. All right. Bye. Bye. Get more out of life. Go out to a movie.